0: Welcome to Time Enough Podcast. It's where we delve into all the episodes of the Twilight Zone and beyond. This is Matt here. On the other end Mark. Hi, Mark. I'm on. Hi, I'm on the other end. He's on the other end. That's right. Um, you're uh, as well, as listeners may not know, There's there is kind of a. Formula to how I get the guests into the show. Mark is is uh, you're you're a plug-in guy, which hopefully you don't mind. Which is often comedy episodes, but you're not getting a comedy episode today. Uh, <laughs> it's young
1: man's fancy.
0: You
2: fancy,
1: fancy. It's the you young man.
0: As an
2: as an as an aging man who is unmarried, I'm glad that you didn't target me with this episode. Oh yeah, you were not targeted with this episode. <laughs> Um, and I think I'm the same age as the actor, even
0: though he's playing 34 oh, years old. I was about to say they called him 34, but yeah, these, the actor, let's see, doing the math of 40 years. Yes, you're he's in his early mid 40s, probably. Mm-hmm. I'm spit take guessing there, but. Yep. <laughs> um. No, I, I mean, this is kind of like, oh, this one hasn't been recorded yet. It's next week. It's time to call Mark, but. <laughs>
2: better hurry it up before we can better get married to this episode yeah. before it
0: dies I, I did put your name on this actually at the beginning of the season but that was just like i need to put a name here and it was and, and your name hadn't been around for a while so it ended up there but yeah no no well, i think you
2: told me this you told me that i was gonna be doing this like three weeks ago i don't know if that was just a coincidence but we just didn't get around recording until now which is fine yeah so <laughs> yeah i had uh, i had the the name. I didn't think it was gonna be so unfancy.
0: It yeah. wasn't a very fancy episode at all. No, it's all in one house. I mean it's not a one setter like some episodes have been, but uh they, yeah, they don't go outside <laughs> the house, do they? Nope. Yeah bottle, yeah, even bottle the first, episode. Even the yeah, bottle episode. Even the first shot is them coming in the door. Do we even get an establishing shot? I guess I guess I, there's like a general like back flat house style yeah. shot. But, um, I think
3: there's a,
2: there's a the shot of the front porch at least but yeah i don't think because yeah that,
0: that that's i guess that's what you're seeing on screen while serling's giving his endless prologue which you will be doing yeah. after mm-hmm. my trivia yep original air date was may 11th 1962 script is mother's day our... is maybe. i don't know actually it's close <laughs> it is close you 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 look at that 1962 when was mother's day okay <laughs> Probably didn't exist yet because Hallmark hadn't
2: taken a stranglehold on American culture. Uh, you, uh, come on! 15th. Oh, May thirteenth. Yep. Totally this is the Mother's was, Day episode.
0: This is planned. Yeah. All right. Amazing. That actually makes me like this. I mean, I didn't dislike this episode, but I like now like it twice as much because it's the Mother's yeah. Day episode. Okay. Yeah. Script is by our high concept architect of mind bending weirdness, Richard Matheson. Sorry, I got into a bit of a wrestling intro there. Yeah, we like Madison. Yep. Regular Twilight Zone director John Bram helmed this episode. Didn't feel like giving him the the um, wrestling intro when I wrote this. Hmm. Phyllis Thaxter played Virginia Lane Walker. Her screen credits began with 1940s films such as Thirty Seconds Over Tokyo and Blood on the Moon, but she may be best known now as Martha Kent in 1978's Superman. Alex Walker was Alex Nichol. They gave him the same name, so he wouldn't be confused. I don't know. He had a long career on Broadway before making the leap to film and television, where he appeared in plenty of Westerns as well as 1958's The Screaming Skull. Yeah! Wow. I there hope I did a that. skull in there. Okay. Wallace, yeah. Wallace Rooney and Helen Brown played mr wilkinson and henrietta walker respectively um i could not track down much more info on them they have the wiki names you cannot click so and i didn't have time for the imdb sorry (laughs) nathan scott composed this episode's music prolific in film and television he also regularly scored for dragnet and lassie okay all right. Take take a nice deep breath. Uh, you said you're choosing a voice. Uh, I would advise caution on what voice you're choosing because this is maybe the second longest intro we've had. I think It's a Good Life has the longest, but this looks like it's coming close.
3: You're looking at the house of the late Mrs. Henrietta Walker. And this is Mrs. Walker herself, as she appeared 25 years ago. And this, except for isolated objects, is the living room of Mrs. Walker's house, as it appeared in that same year. The other rooms upstairs and down are much the same. This time, however, is... <laughs> let it up. The time, however, is not 25 years ago, but now. The house of the late Mrs. Henrietta Walker is, you see, a house which belongs almost entirely to the past. A house which, like Mrs. Walker's clock here, has ceased to recognize the passage of time. Only one element is missing now, one remaining item in the estate of the late Mrs. Walker. Her son, Alex, 34 years of age, and up until 20 minutes ago, the so-called perennial bachelor. With it, Mrs. Bride, the former Mrs. Miss Virginia Lane, they're returning from City Hall in order to get Mr. Walker's clothes packed, make final arrangements for the sale of the house, lock it up, and depart on their honeymoon. Not a complicated set of tasks, it would appear, and yet the newlywed Mrs. Walker is about to discover that the old dad You can't go home again. It's meaning in the twilight zone
0: okay so you made a choice and at least half the listeners just hit their uh forward 30 seconds on their. yes phone take times. that <laughs> <laughs> honestly that would have been perfect for next week's episode where we get robo grandma and it's a okay. very short intro wow so what can is you do? this
2: twilight zone kind of anti-grandma for anti-old it, lady, it's,
0: it's a very sweet robo grandma next week. Okay, not not because like this lady. um I checked. This is not written by the same
2: writer as long distance call. Probably for oh, they they have different manias. So yeah, the long distance call is it's the you can almost feel this episode telling you, hey, because because she goes what? out
0: of her way to say it's not me. Sorry, it's sh- not sorry, me doing this. Sorry. It's Alex doing this long distance call. Um, but for some reason you said that, which this might also be another relevant comparison. It's a walking distance where he becomes obsessed with his childhood. That's what I thought you said. Mm-hmm. So that's another oh, good yeah. parallel, actually. Both episodes. So now that now, so it's a, a Freudian listening to you kick the can. I don't know why all
2: old people d- doing things turning back the clock, turn Disguise. back the clock.
0: This guy's only thirty-four, though—not uh, the actor, but the character. Um. Yeah, but
2: there's all these red flags, and to me, this is about the liberation of Virginia. She is, <laughs> she has come to this house to be rid of her crappy husband. He goes back, he goes back in time. Uh, you know, she's upset now because she did waste twelve years of her life with him. Um, and presumably off-camera, he just turns into a fetus and goes back inside of his mother's womb. Yeah, yeah. For well, I,
0: I I assumed he was going to live as ten years old. Now I don't know. Nope. I think he goes
2: back. In. <laughs> I think he's going back in. man. if he go, if he gets ten years old that quickly, he's
0: just going back. He's going all the way back. But not to go directly it. to a twist, but I assume people have watched the episode. They're listening. So um, <laughs> well, yeah, what yeah, I so. wanted, what I wanted the kid to say was not what was it? Go away, lady. But consider uh... this a divorce. That's what I <laughs> wanted him to say.
3: Consider this a divorce. <laughs>
0: No, I want it in a Schwarzenegger voice, like in 1962. <laughs> I mean, my old lady voice did have
2: a little bit of a German accent for no particular reason. I think it's just yep. easier to do an old lady voice when you're what saying German. Digital filter? Accent. Well, there were a lot of effects on it, but yeah, I also okay. was just trying to sound like an old lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's about Not, the, not the... necessarily succeeding, but, you know. Um. <laughs> and and when I realized how long it was, it just powered through it. Screw it. Um. <laughs> Yeah, this is a good meat and potatoes episode. Like I said, it uh, it's sort of been done, but you know, it's it's interesting to see this from the perspective of someone who has spent I mean, like I said, yeah, I feel targeted. My my mother is in her 80s. I'm unmarried. It's not entirely it's not entirely impossible that I would be something like married and then have to sell my mother's house. However, um uh, yeah i was not coddled and my mom would not want me to become a kid again i would
0: <laughs> so uh my, i don't, my parents, don't entirely relate my parents still live in the house i was born in and i haven't been there since 2010 so i would certainly yeah. walk in there and start obsessing over things i mean the the, the vibe here is what oh that was, what I was gonna say too like i feel like this is a real vibes episode like we've been here with this yeah. kind of thing before but this is vibing in a in a distinct and creepy way that is very twilight zone but in mm-hmm. that respect i think it is distinctive like it has a different yeah. feel you know well it
2: has uh the the epilogue uh rod sterling does uh, does um refer to alex as her opponent which i right. thought was very interesting
0: and uh this may just be the wiki order but and you know, that's the thing. You watch 60s television. Here's that all-American guy. He's the star of the show. But this one is very much, and we'll work it out when we say who went in through the Twilight Zone and stuff. But, I mean, she's the star. She's the main character here, you know?
2: Yes, she is the main character. And, um, yeah, he, he comes across as just impossible to deal with the entire time. And that's why I think this, is, this episode is about her being liberated because they've been together for 12 years right and they and he just cannot like talk about he can't really open up about things he's stonewalling her and he says no we're not selling the house even though she has a guy there who's understandably frustrated even though it it kind of annoyed me that there was a bunch of filler about him taking a call from a secretary that lasted like 10 minutes but um, anyway aside from that um it, it is an interesting formula and um I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if Matheson is wanted us to look at this like this man is a petulant man child. Well,
0: that's and, one of the things like we mentioned, you never except for maybe some second unit or stock footage shots of a house. Everything's inside the house, basically. So we mm-hmm. never meet Alex outside of the house. Yeah. Like, you, you watch this episode and you're like, why are these people even together? You know? <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. Because and she seems
0: that's this, like, here's the thing. Do you want to? Is it, is it? Well, obviously, there's supernatural things. It's kind of like a shining thing going on. It's just like, you know, instead of like, you want, mm-hmm. you want alcohol, you, you want your mommy, you know? That is, yeah. And, um,
2: much like <laughs> how I side with Kubrick against Stephen King, I think the guys just always like this. But, it may have been written with the intention that oh the house is making him like this, or well, that... the ghost of his mother is making him like this, even though she says she didn't do it. Um, so that I
0: mean that itself is interesting. I well, that's don't... another comparison. Like um, one of the critiques on The Shining, which I mean, is that Jack Nicholson seems unhinged from the start, whereas uh-huh. this guy seems unhinged from the start. Uh, you. You know, obviously, in The Shining, there's the Stephen you know, King idea. Oh, he's holding it together, and and then he falls apart. Whereas the Kubrick ones, like this, it's not. Nah, he's already out there. You know, when this he is walks the thing. through the story, he's, he's yeah. already gone. I like the idea.
2: I like that Jack Nicholson looks unhinged in The Shining because I do too. To me, yeah. To me, most people, uh, you know, I think it's this, sort of this false narrative where a lot of times you hear from neighbors of a serial killer and they're like. Oh, he never seemed like that. But for real, a lot of people you can tell. And the thing is, is that people say that they never would have guessed that Jack Nicholson would have killed his family because they weren't paying attention or I mean, because they were afraid like- to do anything. And then they want to absolve themselves of any responsibility for intervening. You know what I mean? It's like, and, and that's why Stephen King was so insistent that. It's an evil force that killed his family. As there's nothing, there is no child abuse in The Shining before the movie happened because Stephen King couldn't take responsibility for his own cocaine habit or alcohol habit, one of those two. Um, which is, you know, I mean, that must be really hard to be extremely powerful and to say I am weak and I did a bunch of coke and made maximum overdrive and it sucked. But you know, sometimes the you trailer should is
0: a masterpiece, though. The, the trailer that is stars a masterpiece.
2: Yes, the first also the first whatever 20 minutes of the film are amazing. But yeah.
0: I'm just wanting to uh, get Maximum Overdrive it's due. If you watch the Stephen yeah. King narrated trailer, that's an absolute, you know, five hundred star masterpiece on a five star scale. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and I like a lot of the trash adaptations of
2: his films. Um and you know, I'm not like saying cancel Stephen King or whatever, but it's like that's a <clears throat> it's sort of telling that people don't a writer would probably not want to write something that reflected
0: that made him feel bad about himself um so do you feel this has a kingish flavor to it is that what you're i mean obviously it's before he'd written anything that anyone had read you know other than maybe like a school teacher but
2: (laughs) i'm not really i mean it feels twilight zone more than anything else to me but i mean I, i guess you could say that i was just more thinking that it's it's a it's a rare subversion to see the the man of the house be so flawed and not be just a straight up he's not a straight up villain
1: yeah I'm he's not just to, broken
0: is, yeah i'm not comparing this to a bunch of other episodes because it's derivative but because it's a good time to look at themes uh so we mentioned i you you mentioned long distance call maybe it's a walking distance another one i would d- definitely attached to this as having kind of the same thing with a different outcome would be nick of time um that's the sh- uh, first which one was that one. that's the first oh, right, right right one right and the, the demon uh fortune machine um, mm-hmm. so the, uh, l- lateness of the hour i guess that that
2: is sort of family yeah, issues
0: yeah it's a little different but uh here's <laughs> what you we were talking about how virginia is definitely the star of the show and then i was thinking back to Nick of Time, I was like, was William Shatner actually, it's been a little while since I watched it, it's been since I did the podcast, but I was like, is Shatner actually the star of that one? Uh, I, I guess he is, or, or am I just thinking that, of course that's a star, that's Shatner, and I don't know this lady, you know, which hmm. in a way maybe breaks that episode a little bit, just because this guy became so famous, you lose the an- anonymity, whereas uh, this guy, you know, I mean, he's been in stuff, but he's not like i know who this actor is so well anonymous
2: in that episode shatner is freaking out and in this episode virginia is freaking out and alex is not (laughs) he's (laughs) basically turtling up you know that's that's the whole thing is that she 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 is the star of this episode because she's doing all the acting and doing all the emoting and basically giving us the audience a surrogate character and telling us how we should feel about the situation which is we feel terrible about it and uh then part of it is that you know she's it 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 reframes early in the episode she talks so much about how happy she is to be married to him and she (laughs) sounds like she means not a word of it (laughs) yeah or or it's just something where it's you know a status thing and then when the That starts falling apart it makes it that much it's like the stakes are so high she's she's losing you know the thing that she fought for 12 years probably a long time to be together without getting married if you're intending to get married eventually i personally even i generally i think people should really date for at least a few years before you get married 12 years is a while man that's like a A phase of your life basically Um,
0: yeah there's well we know the issues here
2: (laughs) and 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 also yeah and also everyone i know who's waited like that type of length of time to get married they know each other really well and are really comfortable with each other when they get married because they just have settled into a routine and this is not that yeah
0: at all and um nick of time they were basically new some, I don't know if they were newlyweds, so but they're pretty newlywed, if not the day before. Um, but yeah, the only thing is here, all they have to do is get out of town and they get out of town. And here, you yeah, know, all he all he has to do is walk out of the house, which, uh, as an adult, oh. uh, I, I guess they're gonna go to the zoo and get two ice creams at the end. Which,
2: but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he sort of has to, yeah, he has to sign paperwork and get rid of the house. Um, how hard
0: would it be for you to get rid of your childhood house? Well, that's why I was saying, like. Like right now, I haven't been there in so long. I would definitely yeah. like if someone like sign off now and never come back. I'm like, I, I wouldn't be game for that. Be like, man, I haven't been here in so long. I, again, he it seems he'd probably been there like the in the past week. But yeah, I I would I eventually. I mean, yeah, I would get a little obsessed going in there, exploring a museum of my past. You know, like 15 mm-hmm. years and past. So I, yeah, I would yeah. definitely signing off I I would absolutely have that hesitation if someone were just forcing me to do it this second but
2: yeah I would drive the bulldozer that would destroy the house I I'll don't do I that. didn't have I... a great childhood I didn't have a great childhood so I'd actually I, I've sort of gotten over it at this point like I don't feel those feelings anymore but I used to just hate going there to visit my mom even i just did not have a great childhood
0: i mean I'll it was drive not like it was her fault too. i'll drive yeah. the bulldozer too not because i had a bad childhood but just because if it's time to take yeah. it down why not that would be fun wouldn't it <laughs> yeah okay maybe Bulldoze yeah maybe a that's building? a
2: bad maybe that's a bad metaphor i would the, uh, sign i would just
0: i'd get rid of it yeah <laughs> i i would divest myself of that property but I would definitely have like money. A, I, I would want to obsess over it as a museum. I passed for a bit. I guess is my point. So in that, I. But uh, you know, he he doesn't have that very you know temporal disconnect that I do, and he is obviously focused on on mother. Uh, Psycho. Yeah. There's another one. I mean, this guy's going mm-hmm. to turn Norman Bates next week. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, th- this is all set
2: up for us, right? The the he's a little old to be unmarried by. 60s standards they were been together for 12 years without getting married he probably waited until his mother died to get married even though we're not fed that information that's pretty strongly implied (laughs) Mm -hmm. so this is one of the things this is you know a great meat and potatoes episode it's just a little character study and we see just a tragic (laughs) character and he becomes a child and then then goes, just goes back up in there, man. That's it. <laughs>
0: he he so, goes, he's gone. Yeah, I weirdly, it does seem to be one of the creepier twists somehow. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, what, well, what is it about it? I, I guess it's just that um, this guy is completely gone now. I don't know. Uh, the idea
2: of the idea of on your wedding night, your spouse turns back into a child and leaves with their mother and says, Get out of here. I don't need you anymore. And it's completely cold and then just leaves is upsetting. I mean, I'm, I'm not even close to married that upset. The idea upsets me. That's scary because it's um. how many thrillers did we have in the 90s where it's like your turns out your husband is a murderer. You know, it's, it's scary. It's a scary idea because if
0: you don't know that person, then who do you know? But like you said, it's like the emancipation. Like Virginia is going to take a good month or two to get over it. I'm sure it's a shock. But uh, then she's probably going to oh. be in a better place to continue with her life. Uh, not yeah, stuck with this mom, mommy obsessed guy. Hopefully <laughs> she inherits the house. I don't know how that works. And she has such bitterness <laughs> to, towards mom. It's like, I mean, how has this relation is has it been a stop start one a lot? Maybe you know it. Like how dysfunctional was it up to this point, I guess is a good mm-hmm. question. Well, yeah, and,
2: and um this episode wisely does not hammer that super hard because much like in uh long distance call, you know, you have the mom just being like your your mother was a control freak, but you don't get a whole lot of that. You just get her, you know, trying to murder their kid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um See that
0: it's, one has the happy ending. Oh, they saved the kid in the end. Whereas this one is definitely yeah. like, "Yep, worst Same case for scenario," now. you know, in a paranormal um, way. Hmm. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, it's it is a uh, that
2: you know, being betray- being betrayed, it's almost worse. Like being betrayed by your spouse, and that they start getting violent with you, and you have to run from them. But like, just what what is it they say that? Uh, hate is not the opposite of love is for the your spouse to just be like yeah no I don't need you anymore I'm going to go be a child and go to the zoo that is uh, terrifying in a, in a way it's like if he really you really would feel worthless especially after spending 12 of the best years of your life um, in a relationship that must have been at least a little bit strained because you hate his mom already Maybe you know, it's like most it people
0: prime time of your life. I have a feeling yeah. those aren't going to be the best years of her life. That, that may be a little bit of a TV
2: stereotype because almost everyone I know likes their in-laws at least a little bit. Um, or pretends to. I, guess. I mean, My in-laws
0: live in this house, so
2: your in-laws <laughs> are awesome. You tell them that. <laughs> you tell them I said that. I hope yes. they're listening. They don't they probably don't listen. I'm on headphones. Um, <laughs> No, oh you no! I mean, listen, no, they're, they're... You do Do they listen to the podcast later? No, they. No, no. they don't. They.
0: Yeah, their English isn't that great.
2: <laughs> uh, well, you know, we not. This English would be English. a bad way to learn English. That should be the
0: tagline of the podcast. A <laughs> bad way to learn English. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> um, would Would you eat the demon brownies? Wait, demon brownies. Did does I miss finds, this? She finds the freshly cooked brownies.
2: Oh the... right, right, does right. She, um, does she
0: eat one of them? I don't think she does. Okay. I think she really avoids everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. uh, Yeah. I just look at my note. Don't eat the demon chocolates, but maybe that's (laughs) because I was hungry and wanted to eat one of them. (laughs) I mean,
2: yes, I do love some brownies, but yeah, it's just then there was the vacuum that showed up.
0: Yeah. Oh, and my uh, favorite thing actually is the picture of Mother, because I <laughs> yeah. just like how she has it all over the house and just has the most disapproving face <laughs> in the in the portrait. Yeah. So I was like, I, that's great. I mean, that'll I'm not sure, but that might be the my uh, podcast episode's uh, snapshot for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, the more I talk about it, the more
2: fun. I was maybe a little down on it for being so derivative of older stuff when I watched it, but the more I think about it, the more it is kind of fun.
0: It's derivative of other stuff, but
2: it does some interesting stuff. It twists a
0: new way, I think. Yeah. I mean, so.
2: the the I've felt like the back half of the season hasn't been as strong as the, the first half, but I haven't watched everything. I've been trying furiously to catch up, and it's difficult because there are so many, but
0: you yeah, know. I mean, I think that I've now watched all of season three and I, there's a couple. It, it, I agree the back half is not as good as the front half, but there's a little bit of a rebound bump in the last few. So, yeah, it makes sense with a 36 episode season schedule and we're 99 episodes into the Twilight Zone. So, you know, it's pretty hard yeah. not to be der- a little derivative at this point. Sometimes it's too much. That's, you know, sometimes that's like, just insane. I've really seen yeah, 36 episode before, episodes and in a and year worse. Yeah. I've seen this yeah. before and it's being done worse. Uh that's a that's the ones that we didn't like so much I guess in in the back half. But this one's like yeah. definitely retreading some themes but you know doing something interesting with them, I think. Yeah, and it's
2: just simple enough to work. It's not they're not trying to do, <laughs> they're not trying to do a bunch of stuff with with it um like the last one we talked about what was that uh, person or person's unknown I think was the last one we talked about? Uh possibly, yeah. Yeah, where I thought that was that you know the twist was just a mess because it was like two twists that didn't connect. Yeah, whereas this whereas one is a, one. This is a- it's one twist
0: that, that hits
2: really hard and is out.
0: And like that's sometimes which- I say there's great episodes where the twist barely matters, and there's yeah. you know maybe a really good twist, but the episode's kind of hamfisted. Oh. This is a pretty good episode with I, I'd say one. I think this is one of the better Twilight Zone twists. Well, you know, there's recently. like um, what is it? It's
2: it's a good life. What, what's the one with the evil kid? Is that yeah, one yeah, that's, thing that's right. where that one? I, I don't think you guys were super into it when you did that episode. But to me, it's like the twist of that episode is in the beginning. Rod Serling shows up and says, here's the twist. And then you just sit with it. And, you know, that's that's that was a very uh, brilliant move because that's a way to do it. That's different right it's almost the opposite of of when like this twist is kind of cynical and stupid or or you know so you don't need a twist always because then i know there are episodes we talked about there just kind of wasn't a twist where it's just you see a thing happen that's all messed up and that's it really
0: next week okay
2: (laughs) 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 that's fine you know it's um much better to just because i mean think about um m night Shyamalan where he started doing the twist Well, it's like the movies that the movie he did in his early, his early career that he that people like the best, aside from the Sixth Sense, which is just the thing that put him on the map, would be Unbreakable, which is just sort of the twist is the setup for the whole thing. Really, it's not, you know. I think everyone secretly likes signs. Am I wrong? Nope. A lot of people do not like signs. Um, but but he got back to you know Split. There is something you could call a twist in it, but most of it is just. Here's a weird setup. Check out this weird setup and you watch it play out. And that's really
0: kind of a great way to do. No, I, I haven't sci-fi. seen a Shyamalan since the village, to be honest. I got the visit in my yeah. Blu ray folder here. I haven't watched it. Um, I'm told that the visit is good, but I haven't watched it. That's why I bought it for $1. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar.
2: <laughs> the split is great and glass is stupid, unbelievably stupid, but
0: also great. Okay, that's that's I keep saying that's how I watched um the Flash last year. I was like that movie's terrible. Ezra Miller's not goodness, but I really had a good time watching it. <laughs> I I don't know if I even want to watch it. I sort of avoided it just to. I can't not... recommend it. It's not good, <laughs> but I just some for I I guess I was just in the mood for it when I put it on. I'm a weirdly I'm I'm
2: weird about these things where I it was marketed so heavily with Michael Keaton Batman, but. To me, it's like Tim Burton didn't direct it, so is it really Michael Keaton Batman? You know, it's no. just sort of a <laughs> he's uh, just
0: there in that suit. It is more, yeah. like more modern DC universe thing going on. I would say, but uh...
2: yeah, and also that Warner Brothers canned movies that
0: may or may not have been better, but um... but Keaton, I mean, can Keaton even be bad? So it's still worth it uh, for that. Yeah, I
2: mean, he was he was bad in that dumb Morbius scene, but. That wasn't oh, his I fault. I didn't see that either. So not <laughs> about his it. Fault. I know what you're talking about, but I haven't seen it. I told it. you about it.
0: <laughs> oh, um, oh, did you?
2: Yeah. On the on the upgrade podcast. Um okay. m- many eons ago. But um yeah, it's just sort of I don't want to support and I did see Black Adam with my friend Chuck, who's guest on our other podcast before, and it was pretty bad. Um it I was not. I just don't feel like giving Warner Brothers money for these things unless they're James Gunn things, which soon enough will exist. um, Is anything really a sure
0: thing anymore?
2: Yeah, I still still really theorize that they put James Gunn in there because everybody likes him and they're going to cut everything. And then basically James Gunn will be the guy who goes out and apologizes.
0: They're just setting them up.
2: It's like a Japanese businessman move
0: type it's thing, right? Now, yeah. <laughs>
3: I've
0: I've, uh, told, I've told you about the the Japanese politician before, right? That which uh, on that the the best television apology I've seen. I don't think so. Okay, this is about ten years ago, and um, some city official was caught using money to just keep going to the hot spring like a hundred and. 80 times that year and he got caught <laughs> and he's on TV but and he could have just apologized for it, but he's just like kneeling and
3: the just like
0: bawling on live TV because he had used public money ago the onsen a bunch <laughs> it was uh, that's awesome it was
2: awesome <laughs> um, yeah um, let's do some
0: questions on this one who in this nope. episode goes into or through the Twilight Zone
2: I have to say, Alex went in the Twilight Zone and he never came back.
0: Yeah, as to say, he gets lost in the Twilight Zone. But yes, I do think Virginia is having the normal Twilight Zone experience here.
2: I think that she watches someone she cares about go into the Twilight Zone and can do nothing about it, and it feels like the Twilight Zone hurts her feelings.
0: Right. But I don't so think she, that she has sh- to stare directly into the face of the Twilight Zone, which mm-hmm. in many episodes that is the person who we choose
2: well yeah if she tells anyone about it about this there i mean she might
0: end up in a mental hospital yeah she gets a you know a rightfully emotionally compromised during the episode um yeah so it's you know she feels it that's why i'm talking again about like nick time right where he experiences the twilight zone for a bit and leaves town whereas this guy yeah, doesn't. escapes and it. the wife has to deal with it too in both cases so mm-hmm. uh virginia i think I'm... more so and you know, again,
2: this is maybe a little bit of a Stephen King connection. We don't really know if that's actually
0: his mother. Oh, okay. um, yeah, okay. That that's getting a little worse, Stephen King. I I feel well, like in a twenty five minute episode that's never expanded anything, it's fine to just assume that is his. Mother. I
2: think it's cool. I think it's cool that we don't really know that. Maybe I, maybe you didn't think about that. I have definitely, you know, it could be either that he manifested that that thing. Oh, you mean the lady it's... at the top of the stairs?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Sorry. I, I thought saying, you were like not... saying that wasn't even his mother. I was like, yeah, that seems a little. Oh, oh no, no, no! You mean
2: like it was someone other woman? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I, it was the likeness of his mother, but it may not have been the actual ghost of his mother. It might have been, you know, something manifested by him, or it might be like a trickster demon.
0: Yeah, it's like um, spoiler for Voyager, where Uh, Janeway meets her. Uh-huh. dad in the beyond and that turns out to be a, an alien trying to drag her into his dimension to feed off her energy or something exactly so, um there's that so yeah
2: maybe and and uh and you know that episode might have been more interesting if it ambiguous who that guy was <clears throat> but you know still yes might have been something else might have been alien Maybe it was Polschgeist. Maybe it was just somebody in the Indian burial, burial ground underneath the house. Maybe it was the uh, the secretary of the the real estate guy died on the phone and then became that woman. I don't know. Anything could be anybody.
0: Um, but let's put let's put the deserve question on both of them. Alex, does he deserve his fate? He he steps pretty much into it like a, a fool. Yeah. Class.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's one of those things where that makes the episode better. That I don't want him to deserve it, but he totally does.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he could have stepped away at like any moment. He just never. It would have been,
2: yeah, just so easy. Just sell the damn house and leave. Go on your honeymoon. Enjoy your life. And he just Mm. couldn't do it. So it's, you know, it's like like watching someone with a gambling problem just go right back to the the slot machine. The slot machine pushes him out a window they didn't look like people who are going to
0: have a very sexy honeymoon anyway (laughs) well definitely hey you never know you never know uh so does virginia deserve this no well does she need this
2: might be a follow-up question maybe she needs it yeah Yeah. i want to say like you you i want to say that you deserve what you get if you're with some like obstinate man child for 12 years but we don't really know but um, also i don't want to i don't want to victim blame in any case because people can talk themselves into anything so you know if you're in a terrible
0: relationship forever then you know that better just to puts get out into than high to... contrast it's a high contrast episode yeah. right we only see alex in yeah. this weird manic mode we never see like yeah. normal alex
2: yeah so like sunk cost should not be something that people have to pay for
0: yes <laughs> again
2: you know like 12 years of her life is enough she's suffered enough right, allegedly right. I mean, unless I they were great unless if they were great then she's suffering even more i guess
0: yeah and also yeah yeah what, whatever but <laughs> uh, i think that
2: you know s- society at this point in time was like it's very important to be it's maybe more important to be married than to be happy you know what i mean yeah, so, I, I do uh,
0: wonder about the casting choice though, because it's like, I mean, both both of them I think are in their forties and look it, and they're but they're uh, thirty four. Mm-hmm. So when you see a woman who looks like in her mid forties, like oh god, she wasted twelve minutes of her life. Thirty four is kind of like yeah, hey, you could it's a it's easier to pick up and did do he, something he, else. did you just 34. say that she
2: wasted twelve minutes of her life? Maybe, but I meant years. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, she did waste twelve minutes of her life talking Maybe to the real house. estate guy the episode
0: (laughs) but um yeah i mean i don't know again it's 1962 terms, but i'm like you guys start over at 34 it's not the worst thing in the world but it feels kind of worse here for some reason it might partly be the casting
2: it's it's part of it is just that she's so excited to be married and so and so excited to be rid of his mother's influence which she has not
0: yes but oh, um i guess it's just as someone yeah. who is about to turn 45 i felt like both of these people are like my peers you know if not a yeah. little older so yeah i had trouble just because the age they say kind of changes the situation a little bit as well i mm-hmm. think i don't know i mean they they might have
2: changed the script because
0: like who was available of something or, yeah. maybe they know.
2: changed the script because they thought it was too dark for them to be in their 40s it really yeah. might have been the case um maybe, yeah personally yeah. i yeah i it's easy for me to with my modern viewpoint to me, it's, be more, like, it's more realistic
0: to me like like this guy was basically like just attached to mommy at the hip throughout his whole 20s and finally in his 30s started to break out a little bit and mom didn't like it and yeah that is that is darker where you have this period. In his, and he could have been dating other people in his 20s. We don't know. But you kind of assume he probably wasn't. 12 years.
2: If he's 34, 12 years means that they started when he was 22. so right. but You could he's... assume college, 18 to 22, this relationship right after college. That's it I'm feels mathematically
0: tight. That's you know what where, I mean? That's why I'm saying you say it's darker if they are in their 40s because... That kind of at least suggests that maybe this guy was a mama's boy all the way up to age 30 which like you know out of college Mm -hmm. and doing something else but this is like
2: yeah it dark yeah mama's boy all the way up till till he's 46 and then turns into a boy after you know after he's with another 40 something for for, you know their entire 30s also
0: means in 1962 terms uh not 2024 terms that makes her already an old maid when they, you know, start dating. In the, the they are in their mid forties version of the story. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, or or again. they
2: were, or they were together for twenty four years. <laughs> you know, think about that. Maybe <laughs> the script is her. like, we've been together for twenty four years. We finally got married because your mother finally yeah. died. That, that is, you know, pretty would, dark. That make uh, it It's not unrealistic. That happens. It does happen. I don't think that many people uh, turn into children and disappear. But, you know, the, the uh, people, doing you know, hand, don't they? What, what do they say? Everyone has their own path. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you feel any kind of way about being single or not being married or being divorced, then I'd say don't worry about it and just live your life because that's what you get. And uh, definitely don't um, hesitate to sell your childhood home. Yeah, I don't are
0: like try you know i'm not i don't want to like stereotype or um whatever with, with especially with virginia but i'm like well yeah. some of those tropes just were baked into 1962 television i feel like i'm yeah. wondering if that was supposed to be part of the story you know
2: yeah i mean i'm a total mess my life is in shambles but it has nothing to do with me not being married <laughs> or my mother so yeah actually my mother's helped me out a whole lot you <laughs> i was in the hospital for pancreatitis and she came every day to help me out and bring things well, this that I'm not do, a mama's but, boy
0: but she look at you disapprovingly if, if this were your mother uh, come, but my, my,
2: my mom doesn't even look at me disapprovingly disapprovingly when I completely screw up my life and <laughs> like go into debt she doesn't worry about that so I mean that's pretty nice she definitely wouldn't I don't know maybe she's said some kind of harsh things about ex-girlfriends but whatever <laughs> that's <laughs> just a, that's just the people we we're a passive-aggressive people and that just happens it's not um right <laughs> it's not it has nothing you're to do with that harsh thing about ex-girlfriend <laughs> we all i mean we all could it's just yeah. sort of one of those things. It's like um but, but but hey, yeah. people just say harsh things about me. I mean, it goes everywhere, right? <laughs> that's, I mean, people definitely say harsh things. People are probably saying harsh things about me right now. Um, but uh, people
0: listening to this podcast screaming at you. <laughs> yep. Yep. Like, why
2: did you do that stupid intro? That sounded terrible. Yeah, <laughs> uh, eh, and- that's what you sound like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any
3: final
2: uh, thoughts on this one? Did we we didn't do a tripometer yet?
0: Oh, we didn't do a triple meter. Good point. Okay. Yeah. Well, we got so much on the deserve discussion, I guess. I forgot about that. Triple meter it. Oh, uh, 2.1. Sure. That's a weird decimal.
2: Mm. Well, I almost said 2.2, and I thought that was too
0: high. 2.1. I'm willing to go higher. I'm willing to go Mm. 3.5, because I felt like the past five minutes reality is kind of bending around them all you know like really it's, subtly i like subtle weirdness yeah. a lot you know so it's very
2: sad i mean right <laughs> um we we're just discussing in a completely different podcast about how i was very upset by the mork and mindy episode where mork shrank until he disappeared this is maybe it's, a little bit of that it's, yeah he shrinks <laughs> shrink half size at least and then just shrinks appears. well then yeah shrinks and away. tells you he doesn't need you anymore get out of here and leaves see, that is a bad trip but
0: i see i i yep. and I'm again i'm never trying to talk you into changing your score i'm just saying my higher score is because i think that stuff's trippy uh yeah the subtle bending of reality followed by a couple like <laughs> you know like a few subtle things like the appliances are changing followed by oh mm-hmm. crap there's mom followed by up oh, he's a boy now
1: I'm like, yep. that,
0: that's enough for me to give it like I'm, I'm not going four enough right but 3.5 seems reasonable for for I'm- me I, yeah, I um, I think I was a
2: little low on it because I've seen ghosts a lot in this series, okay. and I'd I have even seen people turn into children, even this season. Yes, yes, you have. So <laughs> you know, I thought the reveals
0: uh, were done for both in this episode. Personally, though, like the, even though we've seen it, these were, you know, like effective reveals of those. So I was willing to go with it. Well, this is, I think, aside
2: from the. Uh, real estate guy diversion thing was paced very well
0: yes yeah that which helps is
2: good that helps a lot yeah a, a good manic yes.
0: last couple minutes i mm-hmm. love that in a twilight zone where it it takes its time and then the fat last few minutes kind of ratchets it up you know mm-hmm. yeah that's
2: the thing to do because yeah kick the can where
0: a um, man turns into
2: a child did drag he through some out. of it yeah, it dragged a lot and then just sort of slammed you with the ending real quick. Yeah. Which is,
0: yeah. You know, like you say, except I for that do. conversation, this one's pretty well paced.
2: Yep. And uh, uh, I
0: I really thought, what's the
2: Virginia's actor's name? Uh, Phyllis She's Thaxton is something a little. Phyllis Thaxton. Hold great, on. Great. Did a great. Double checking. Okay. <laughs> da, da,
0: da, da. Thaxter, I was close.
2: Thaxton bill staxter i think did a great job and her anguish really carried this to to another level as well like and and the fact that she was acting opposite people who
0: did not care yeah. and worked that really she does well. come into she comes in basically as a 1962 stereotype woman and then it mm-hmm. quickly evolves which yes yeah. yeah again yes she definitely is well, and then, mom, you know, doesn't mm-hmm. really. So she did not talk at all, does she? She's just standing nope. there, and somehow, but that well, was weirdly effective.
2: Yeah, and she says, she says, "It's not my doing." Even if it, maybe it oh, was. She says that. But, yes, yes, yes. Which is that is good. That's effective because that's another way of saying that. Basically, you know, um, Virginia like says stuff. Um, our love is more important than your love, and gives her a whole big long speech, uh, and then. The mom is just like oh this isn't me this is him and yeah. it and he says oh I don't, I don't want to play with you old lady i want to go to the zoo and eat pretzels and eat ice cream and drop the ice cream and take the, the ice, ice cream, cream off the ground put it in my yeah exactly someone else's pocket like in someone terminated. else's pocket and then ants will be in their pocket and then i'll laugh so basically <laughs> that, that works really well <laughs> because I mean, what's more upsetting than what's more upsetting than being upset is that when you're upset and everyone you talk to does not care or just leaves.
0: Yes. Yes. She probably should find a good therapist now.
2: <laughs> yeah. Good luck. In 1962, you probably find a lobotomy. Easier than
0: you find a up therapist. jumping out the window.
2: <laughs> well, you know that I guess that happened off screen. But no hopefully 1962
0: she's 62 therapy you jumped out the window well, actually hopefully that's when we did no maybe that was a 59er for that twilight zone episode yeah maybe it, you know it's one of those things
2: where you're like hopefully she's okay but also if we weren't worried about it then this wouldn't be the
0: twilight zone right yes it's about people being destroyed um and if you want to be destroyed join us on patreon at podcastio Podcastius where we do lots of podcasts You'll get extra stuff for Time Enough Podcasts sometimes. Uh, Mark and I also talk about the TV show Space 1999 on Podcast 1999. Really good movies and really bad movies on Films and Filth. And you can hear other folks talking about video games. That's uh, Luke Loves Pokemon, Hyrule Field Report, and The Game Game Show. Okay. Which, actually, I'm on soon again, if so. Oh, cool. Okay, I will be there soon. Are you, doing a, are you being the quiz master? Nope, I am one of the quizzes. And Neat. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh well, I'm gonna go get some ice cream, I think. Okay, I'm gonna two, go two ice creams. I don't want to go to t- you anymore. <laughs> go away, dude.
1: Jump and walks the path of saints. Silent sound is The art Celestial to sell